Hello and welcome to this uh, episode of Living an Unwasteful Life. I'm Keen Southern, and today on the podcast, I'm very excited to be chatting with Edna Rienzi, who is the program director for New Dream and runs So Kind, an online gift registry service for people who value meaningful experiences, time with family and friends, and offerings of service and support for events and causes that matter the most. So welcome to the podcast, Edna. Thank you so much, Keen. I'm so happy to be here. Well, um, I was wondering if you could start off just telling me a little about your background and how you became interested and involved um, in the work you do with So Kind and in uh, reducing waste. Sure. Uh, I actually uh, I started off at New Dream, and as you mentioned, New Dream is sort of the uh, parent organization that... Um, Run so kind, and I started off at New Dream as a volunteer about six years ago. I had been a lawyer um, for a few years, and then when I had my kids, I decided I wanted to stay home with them. And a lot of that was because I knew I did not want to be a lawyer uh, for the rest of my career. So I, I wanted to stay home with them, and it was also a good opportunity to sort of think of what my next steps were going to be. And I knew I wanted to do something with um, an organization that helps uh, communities. Uh, in terms of you know strengthening communities and community engagement and well-being and um, I actually found New Dream and I was a volunteer there for a couple years and I, I did not come into New Dream for the environmental side of things just because I wasn't as familiar with it I was coming more from the the well-being uh, piece of it and New Dream is a really interesting organization in that it kind of works at the intersection of um, environmental issues as well as positive psychology because, you know, a lot of what uh, the actions that we can take to help protect the environment are also the same actions that you would take to improve your own personal well-being, the well-being of your neighborhood or community. So, you know, I've been learning a lot over the last six years about reducing waste and, you know, that kind of thing. But I, I came to the organization from the well-being side of things. And, um, and just a little background on New Dream. So the mission of New Dream is to empower individuals, communities, organizations to change the ways they consume to improve well-being for people and the planet. And there you can kind of see that intersection. And our tagline is more of what matters. Um, and that's what really got me. I love the tagline. And when I learned a little bit more about what New Dream believes matters and, you know, it's relationships and service and spending time in nature and community building, um, and what, you know, and less time on what doesn't matter, and that's materialism and waste and consumerism and overwork. Um, I just fell in love with the organization. And so one of my very first projects actually was working on So Kind. Um, and so, you know, it was just really exciting to think of challenging sort of the mainstream culture's gift giving, you know, um, traditions and, and providing a really elegant and easy way for people to give meaningful gifts that aren't wasteful. So, so I've been working on so kind since about 2013. Great, yeah, and I I agree a lot that the those two things are so interconnected: personal well-being and um, the well-being of our environment and our world. And um, um, yeah, and like you, I have come to this um, this topic in this field and been interested in not from a professional view. I'm a musician, actually, first off, but um, just in my own um, 
my own personal life. I mean, as I uh, I mentioned in the first uh, episode of this podcast about my own story as a child, you know, receiving gifts and, you know, always being really excited about it until I was realizing how many I wasn't using and how much I was wasting. And it, it sort of, um, you know, turned something that should be really enjoyable into something that wasn't. And I realized that it wasn't helping on a large scale. This is causing problems, you know, in the world and in the environment as well. So, you know, I shouldn't be taking, I shouldn't be, I need to be aware of that and put those two things in a line with each other. Um, and so, yeah, can you talk a little bit more about what exactly So Kind is and how it works? Yeah, um, so So Kind, you know, we started it off um, with the intention that it was going to be just a gift registry. And we were thinking um, of sort of your typical celebrations where you have gift registries, weddings and baby showers. And the idea was that we wanted to make it easy for individuals to ask for the kinds of meaningful gifts that you cannot find at Macy's or Crate and Barrel. So, for example, um, we, you know, we were hoping that people would register for day of event help. So if you have a friend who's a very talented musician like you, you know, you could register for music during your ceremony and that friend could give you that gift and not have to buy you something that you don't necessarily need. And maybe that friend can't afford if they're, you know, still in school or whatever, you know, trying to make it a win-win for everybody involved. You know, you can register for secondhand items. You can register for um, gifts of experience. So, for example, back to the musician example, if, um, you know, let's say you want you and your husband would love to each learn how to play an instrument. You know, you could register for friends to gift you lessons um, if they have those skills uh, for baby showers. You know, people could register for homemade dinners, which is a really, really useful gift in those uh, early months when you're not getting as much sleep or rest as, as you need. So, you know, the idea being that um, we wanted to have this site where you could register for these gifts of time and skill and experience, but in a way that still made it convenient for your gift givers, you know, um, so that they, so for example, when you register for homemade gifts, there's a calendar function on so kind and so people can sign up and say okay i'm going to bring them gifts you know the first friday of every month and then you get a reminder that oh yeah i'm supposed to bring so and so you know a homemade meal um, on that friday so so that was how we started off and that's very much how it's primarily used but it's been really fun to see the site sort of evolve in ways that we just never predicted so you know, a few years ago, for example, um, we received an email from this woman in Canada who was telling us about how she used So Kind um, to get her neighborhood organized around the idea of um, helping set up a refugee family that was moving into their town. So they used So Kind to collect, you know, secondhand items for their home, um, such as utensils and plates and winter coats. And they also registered for um, gift cards to the local supermarket. Uh, they set up so that people could donate uh, English language classes, you know, all sorts of things. And it was just so fun to see, you know, that So Kind was being used this way. And, you know, as time went on, we were just so impressed people were using it to um, help family members who were ill and they needed help with errands and um 
you know, again, homemade meals or whatever the, you know, time playing. If it was a parent who had cancer, for example, they registered for people to do homework with the kids or play with the kids. Um, teachers were use, are using it to create classroom wish lists. Nonprofits are using it. Um, and the reason that it can be used like this is because you can register for anything you want on SoKind. Like it's entirely customizable. So, for example, I created a sample registry after hurricanes, Maria and Irma, um, so that families could register for things that they actually needed. Um, and because it's customizable, you could register for help you know, tearing up your floors if they got, you know, destroyed in the, with the water damage, or you could register for someone to give you, you know, a ride someplace, you know, anything really that you wanted. And what was funny, well, funny in a sad way about that is two weeks after I created the hurricane registry. So I created it after Irma, actually. Uh, my family, who's originally from Puerto Rico, and I still have most of my family there, was, um, you know, very heavily impacted by Hurricane Maria. And I ended up creating a real registry, not just a sample one, to help my cousins and my grandmother and everybody in Puerto Rico. And it was just, it was really fulfilling for me to get to use so kind to, you know, help my family personally. So, so it's a, you know, it's a wedding registry, a baby registry, but it's also this like great organizing tool. Yeah. You know, there's, um, I heard a lot about, you know, in the wake of a lot of these hurricanes that we had in the, uh, this season, I remember hearing about, you know, so many people want to donate and to help out, but they get so many donations of things that are not helpful and are not needed, you know, and then they become, um, these organizations don't know what to do with all this and it ends up being wasted. All these, um, I mean, I don't remember exactly what things they were, but. Well, I read an article that someone sent from Europe to Florida, someone sent like a box of Frisbees. And I mean, it was clearly like good intentioned, right? But like, no one needs a box of Frisbees when they don't have power and, you know, you know, uh, yeah, it, that's why we wrote, so we created the sample registry because of exactly what you're saying. We read an article, I think they call it the second disaster, which is the crush of sort of useless contributions to relief efforts, you know, well-meaning people trying to help, but just sending things that, um, just clearly are not helpful and often create trouble because then the people have to deal with it. I mean, we, one of our, um, our team members had seen on Facebook, a woman from the British Virgin islands, like post, like, please stop sending us, you know, your trash because we don't, we don't know what to do with it. And she was even complaining about all the sort of bottles of water, which you, you know, would think that, you know, someone is trying to help by sending that, but then they had all this plastic everywhere and, and they weren't sure what to do with it. So that that's what inspired the hurricane one. So you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. And I think this is one of the big problems with gift giving and what what a registry and such like so kind helps is to match the needs and what is valuable for someone with what people want to give. Because sometimes people want to give things and I mean, this is, this is the big problem of gift giving, I think. Um, and then the person receives it and they don't value it and they don't, um, they won't get what, um, you, you know, they won't take that value out of it that it could have if it went to someone else, you know, and then it ends up being wasted. And um, I think that's where 
so kind and other registries are you know um, so important to match those so we don't get mismatched gifts and end up with waste um, I did want to mention so I uh, my wife and I just made um, our first so kind registry for um, the first time for our uh, for Christmas gifts coming up um, and so we um, went on and it's you know easy to do and it looks really great and you can put pictures of things and um, point people to yeah directly to where they can find a certain gift um, so they don't have to hunt around for it um, and then people can select a gift to give and it will be registered in there so that other people who are seeing the list will know that's already been claimed by someone so you avoid the waste of um, coming from receiving multiples of the same gift if you only need one um, and uh, we are also think that this would be great because in a few years or so my wife and I are thinking about starting a family and having a baby and one of the things I've been worried about is you know we will need things you know baby clothes and you know th all those things that you know help a lot with having a baby but we really don't want to be getting tons and tons of new things and so being able to do a registry like this because so many people have you know hand-me-down clothes and baby items that they don't need anymore because their babies are grown this would be perfect for that and that we could specify that we only want secondhand things or gifts of time and things like that from babysitting or making meals would be will be so helpful to us and avoid so much waste yeah and it's funny because when we were originally you know sort of figuring out like at the very beginning when we were designing so kind we thought at first about not even um having the option for any material items at all like really trying to sort of you know encourage people to not list it but then we were specifically thinking about new parents and the fact that you know there are things that you need you know like the baby needs to sleep someplace the baby needs to wear things so that that's really why we ended up with um allowing material items in there and especially you know the secondhand one but we you know we even have an option so that you can um register for something new because we were thinking about car seats and how pediatricians often recommend that the car seat be new. And we didn't want to turn anyone away from the registry because they wanted a new car seat, right? And so if, if they register for a new car seat, but everything else is secondhand, you know, hopefully, or, you know, a non-material item, we felt like we were still achieving the goals that we wanted to um, achieve. And so, yeah, so it was, it was an interesting discussion we had at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, that you're, um, you talked about not wanting to turn people away and have more people use this. Can you talk about how that, um, how you do that in terms of uh, money and funding the program and the, the registry? Yeah, so yeah, we don't, we do, we do so kind on a very shoestring budget because we are a nonprofit and we don't do any, um, advertising or paid promotions on the site, which is really very, very different from the traditional registry model. I mean, I don't know if you've ever had sort of a traditional registry, but they do a lot of promotional emails and even often on the sidebar of your registry, there will be ads and, you know, things like that. Um, and we don't do that. And what we do is, what we do is we um, ask people to pay what they can 
So when you're setting up your registry, you can choose to pay $5, $10, $20, whatever amount you want, or you can choose to pay nothing if, um, you know, especially like we were thinking about like these people who are using the site for, you know, sick family members or teachers or nonprofits. So, so it is an option to not pay anything at all. And um, we do have some number of people who do choose to pay something. Um, and then through our, you know, uh, through our community members who donate and our appeals campaign, that's basically how uh, we get the funding for the site. But as I mentioned before, when I, so when So Kind was built and I was the primary, you know, person working on it, I was a volunteer. So it was really, you know, everything has been done on a shoestring budget. And our web developer is this great guy who does so much for us for free. Um, so, yeah. So, and it's funny, we'll get customer service um, emails with people suggesting all these like improvements to do. And, you know, I, I write them all down and I tell them, yes, you know, we will as soon as we can. But unlike other registries, you know, it takes us a while to get the funds to to be able to do some of those improvements. So, um, so that, that has definitely been our biggest challenge. Like how do we get the funding to keep the lights on basically on our registry without having to resort to advertising? Cause we really don't want to have to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, one of the things in going back to waste and how so kind tackles waste, um, it seems to me it's, 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 twofold it's this idea of um, not acquiring things that you don't want or value in the first place by setting up the registry and you know the receiver is saying these are things I would very much value and these are the things you know that I know I will enjoy and and use and won't be wasted but at the same time it's also focused on non-material gifts, secondhand items, and environmentally friendly gifts. So it's also reducing waste from, um, you know, the material sources that go into it um, or, you know, gifts that are non-material. Um, so I, I, I really like that about So Kind as well. But I think the, I want to get to another big problem with gift giving, which is this um, element of surprise. Yeah. You know, and with gift giving, traditionally, you don't know what you're going to get. And of course, with a registry like this, um, you do know what you're going to get because you've picked it out. Um, but with surprise, there's always this risk of a gift going to waste because um, it's not what the recipient expected and it's not something that they will value. So. What do you say to people who don't want to give up that element of surprise? Because it's also fun, too. You know, there's there's this element of, you know, a little gamble going on. Yeah. Um, I would say two things. One, you know, there are these studies um, uh, that show that gift recipients actually appreciate gifts that they explicitly request more than those that they do not. So I think it was at a Stanford... Um, graduate school journal. I can send you the link if, if you um, want to share it with your audience. But um, it's just really interesting that people think that they want surprises, but they're often much happier when they get things that they've actually requested. But that being said, I totally understand this like desire for um, surprises because the truth is, especially, you know, as an adult, you know, how often like do you get surprised? <laughs> you know, like 
with something. I mean, there's a lot of routine that happens in daily life, and it is fun and special to to have that element of surprise. But I will say, like, even though it's a registry, like, we have seen um, people who set up the registries do it in very creative ways so that they still get surprises. So, for example, um, we had one couple that uh, registered for uh, just generally gift certificates to local restaurants. And they said, we don't care which ones, you know, they had some, some, like, I think the wife maybe was vegetarian. So, you know, they had some conditions that they wanted it to fulfill, but they basically said, surprise us with your favorite local restaurant. So, you know, you can set up your registry in a way that you can, even though you're saying the general category of gift that you want, you can ask people um, to surprise you. And so, and baby showers, you know, for example, one um, couple said something like um, they wanted the best practical tips and words of wisdom from people who were already parents. And so even though they knew the general category, they didn't know what people were going to write. And, um, you know, so it's not a complete surprise, but you can set it up so that you are a little bit surprised, um, which which can be really fun. Um, And yeah, and, and, and it all comes down to the fact that, again, it since it's completely customizable you can set it up however you want so you could even say you know um i'd like some surprise gifts but i'd love for them to you know meet these conditions i would love for it to not be material i would love for it to involve time with you you know and things like that um so hopefully hopefully that would reassure people that you can still have the fun without it being a complete 100 percent surprise <laughs> yeah and there's also um I, I think there's the option to hide um, for the recipients to not see who has gotten which gift, right? Yes. So you can turn off notifications. And so let's say it's for a baby shower and people are bringing the gifts um, to the baby shower. You can you cannot even know. You can set up your registry and not even think about it again until after the shower um, and you've received the gifts. And uh, chances are you probably forgot what you registered for to begin with. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when I've, uh, over the years when I've been thinking about waste, especially in gift giving like this, you know, one of the things I've thought about when it rolls around to, you know, my birthday or Christmas or these traditional gift giving holidays is this debate of, you know, in my own head, but between trying to make gift giving less wasteful and more enjoyable versus getting rid of it entirely. So um, I want to hear some of your your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when we were thinking about starting So Kind, um, some of our staff was like, why? Like, you know, why even gift? You know, um, you know, let's just not even encourage gift giving to begin with. And some others of us, and I will admit, I was on the side of wanting to create So Kind. And I think for several reasons. One, you know, even if you decide that you're not going to give gifts, you know, holidays or bring them to weddings, I do think that um, people are going to give you gifts anyway. You know, so for example, my brother got married a couple years ago and they wrote on their invitation, no gifts, please. And yet there was still a table full of gifts, you know. Um, And so they ended up getting a bunch of stuff that they didn't even want or need simply because they were trying not, they were trying to discourage gift giving, but people still brought it. And I do think that the reason that people will ignore directives like that 
is one, they feel uncomfortable showing up empty handed. Um, and that's, you know, that's a, that's a societal issue that you can work on changing. And we could have decided to work on that as an organization, but I think it goes deeper than that. And that I think that gift giving is a very tangible way of expressing love and showing love to people. And there's this book, I don't know if you've heard of it, of it called, um, the five love languages uh, by a man named Gary Chapman. And, you know, he, he was sort of taking on this idea that society has trained us to believe that, you know, the way we express love for one another is through the giving of expensive material items. And what he found is that the latter part of that is true that, you know, there's, we have been trained that, you know, an expensive, um, sort of over the top gift is um, an expression of love, but the whole like gift exchange was something that was found in like every culture that he studied. And you know, maybe in some cultures they were giving you something, you know, handmade or a meal or something, but there was still like people did not show up to weddings in these other cultures that were not as wasteful or materialistic as ours. So he was saying that there's something deeper there, and I think that there probably is. I just feel like you know, as a society, we have gone a little bit nuts, you know, and we tend to go over the top with gifts because we don't really know how to express, you know, our love to one another through meaningful gifts. And that's really what we're trying to do as an organization is to show people that, you know, you can give gifts of time and skill and things that really strengthen your relationships. And uh, that's just, you know, that's so much better than, uh, I don't even, I can't even think of an example, like a big ring, you know, from the store, because the person is going to get so much more joy and happiness from a gift that involves, you know, spending time together than from another meaning, you know, meaningless item that they're just going to have to, you know, figure out where to put in their house. Um, that that's really what we try to tackle that, that you can have the joy and the fun of the gift giving without the waste and, you know, and the clutter, because it's not just waste, right? Like clutter has been shown to really have a negative impact on people's well-being. So, you know, not only is it terrible for the environment to have, you know, all these wasteful gifts being given, it actually makes people feel worse to live, you know, with all this additional clutter. So we're just trying to really change the idea of what a gift is and, and um, you know, what counts as a gift. And we have we actually have this really fun resource that we created last year called the More Fun, Less Stuff Alternative Gift Catalog. And it has hundreds of ideas of meaningful and thoughtful non-material gift ideas. So um, that's a fun free download if, if any of your listeners are thinking, oh, I want to do this, but I don't have any ideas. Like we, we provide a lot of ideas. Sure. Yeah, you could send me um, that and also that uh, the Stanford study, I think. I'll, I'll definitely uh, share that as well. Um, and so I, I think I agree with you on this issue for the most part. I mean, I think gift giving can and should, and originally probably was a wonderful, you know, thing. It gives, um, you know, a lot of benefits of, you know, generosity and joy. And I think people are, people feel good both giving and receiving, um, you know, and doing that reciprocally. You know, you know, giving them to each other, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, it strengthens bonds between people and is a way of showing love and appreciation. 
Um, but it's just gotten in our society that's become so yeah, obsessed with stuff and things and consuming. It's become kind of, you know, twisted in a bad way. And so we have to go back and sort of fix it and go to what we uh, it originally was. Um, and um, it's also, I mean, with my family in particular, like it's so ingrained, you know, we've been doing this ever since, you know, I can remember giving Christmas gifts and with my, you know, my, my mom starts, you know, thinking of gifts for Christmas all, you know, months and months ahead of time. <laughs> and um, it's hard to get, a, it's, it's, I think it's better, yeah, to fix it and make it more meaningful than to get rid of it entirely. Um, but I do, I do think maybe there, there are maybe certain occasions, you know, when it might be better to say, you know, no gifts, I just want to spend time together, you know, and focus on, you know, each other's presence and being together rather than material things. Because I think sometimes it is, you know, oh, I have to get something, a gift for this occasion. And then you get it and it's, there's not a lot of, it, it doesn't, it's, a, it's just a routine thing and it's not really a way of showing appreciation and it often of course on the other end ends up being something they don't need and don't want and going in a closet or in a dumpster you know yeah and I will say there are ways to sort of um, so you know I'm thinking about uh, ways to sort of creatively like encourage you know your family members not to bring gifts to things so for example um, I have three daughters and um, you know they have birthday parties uh, for their birthdays every year, but they've never received gifts from their friends for their birthday parties. What we we always have them choose a charity, and um, you know, so for my my most the most recent birthday in our our family, my daughter wanted to help um, a local animal shelter, so we called the local animal shelter and we asked them what they needed, and they said they needed like secondhand towels and um, dog food and, you know, things like that. And so we wrote on the invitation, please no gifts. In lieu of gifts, we're collecting these items, you know, for the local animal shelter. And I think the reason it works is that people still are showing up with something because I I've seen other people throw birthday parties for their kids where they say no gifts and they still get gifts because people feel uncomfortable showing up empty handed. Whereas if you can give them sort of a substitute you know, to bring so that they feel like, okay, I've been invited to this party. I feel like I'm supposed to bring something because that's what's been ingrained, you know, um, in our culture. But instead, you're redirecting that. So it's going to someone who actually needs the thing that you're collecting. And, you know, my kids are always so proud of themselves when we go and we make the drop off. And it's ended up being a really fun thing. And then it becomes a snowball effect because when other families see that that's what we're doing, they think, oh, we could do that too, right? And then they start collecting for different charities um, for their birthday parties. And I will say my children don't complain because they still get presents, right, my, from their grandparents and aunts and uncles and from us. So it's not like there are, you know, these little saints who are going without gifts. They still get gifts. They just aren't getting 20 gifts from their friends that are just wasteful and going to clutter up our, our home, you know, they're collecting for a charity and realizing that, you know, instead of generating waste, they can do something really fun and helpful with their parties. So you can think of those kinds of things too. Like, so for example, 
you know, if her, you know, if your mom, let's say, loves to get you a Valentine's Day gift, but you don't want a Valentine's Day gift from your mom, you could say, "What I'd really love it for you to make for you to make a donation to this charity in my name." That that would be such the perfect gift for me, you know, and and sort of creatively, you know, do these workarounds. Um, I think that could be helpful. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to instead of yeah getting rid of gift giving and you know taking out the negative impacts of it along with the positive you turn it into all positive and even more of a positive than it would be you know i think of you just receiving but giving outward as well you know and yeah to a cause like that uh, to a charity or something like that is wonderful um so i think i have just i want to end with one last question for you um so besides using SoKind um, to make a gift registry, what other advice would you give people um, so that they can make the biggest impact in reducing waste in their lives? You know, what, could, what things could people start doing today in addition to what we've talked about today uh, to reduce waste in their lives? And, um, and as you said, at the same time, improve their own well-being. Yeah. Well, I, first I would direct them to our website, which is newdream.org, because that's, that is what we do. Like we, you know, give people um, action items and tips, both big and small, that are designed to help reduce waste and, um, you know, improve well-being. Everything from how to organize a clothing swap to, like I said before, our gift ideas. Um, I will say one other thing for SoKind that I should have mentioned before is a new thing that we're just doing this year is in addition to creating a gift registry, you can also create what we're calling a give list. And this was something that um, one of our community members came up with last year because they wanted to make sure that the gifts that they were giving to their families aligned with their values um, and their lifestyle, but they wanted to make sure that you know the person on the receiving end actually liked the gift that they were giving. So they actually put together a list on SoKind of all the gifts that they wanted to give. Um, so for example, they wanted to support a particular local artist so that they said, you know, they put that they would buy five pieces from this artist and, you know, on and on that they said they would donate to the charity of your choice. And, and we have a sample if you go to our website. So even if you might feel a little bit uncomfortable creating a holiday registry for yourself, because we know that some people feel like that, you could always create a give list and make sure that the gifts that you're offering to others are not wasteful. Um, so that's an idea. I would also say, um, you know, use this holiday as a time to test it out. You know, we have a campaign called Simplify the Holidays with a ton of resources. And whether you want to go really big and, you know, reduce waste completely, we have resources for you. If you kind of want to take some baby steps um, into reducing waste this holiday season, we, we, have, um, we have resources for that as well. And you know, so just generally, I would say, you know, a general piece of advice that I find very helpful, you know, when I feel like I might get carried away or I'm sort of forgetting my priorities is there's this quote, I don't know if you've heard it, um, by this German, um, he was an industrial designer and academic. His name um, was Dieter Roms. I don't know if I'm butchering his name. That's how I say it. And he would say less but better. And I say that to myself like a lot of times. And so, you know, for example, we don't have a lot of Christmas decorations, but the few that we have, we absolutely love and treasure them. And they really get the spotlight because there are so few of them. And like, 
outside we put a wreath on our door and that's it for our Christmas decorations but it really stands out because it's our only thing and so I think sort of keeping in mind whether it's gift giving or you know whatever you're doing and if you're really committed to reducing waste thinking of that you know statement less but better I think is really helpful. Well great well um, Edna I really want to thank you for uh, taking the time to talk with me today um, and um, yeah, and for all uh, the, the work you do, it's so kind and um, in helping to reduce waste. So thank you. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. So with the holidays coming up, uh, I want you to take some time to think about how you can reduce waste while still enjoying the tradition of gift giving um, this year. And if you'd like to use So Kind to make a registry, you can do so by going to SoKindRegistry.org, which is S-O-K-I-N-D-R-E-G-I-S-T-R-Y.org. And I'll have this link um, listed on the episode page of our website, as well as uh, links to other things we talked about in this interview. So thanks so much for listening, and please stay tuned for the next episode. Until next time, I'm Keen Southard, and I wish you an unwasteful life.